This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. Geek to be joined today by none other than Ryan Righteous from Trackstars is joining us today for the first time on MTNV. But hey, look, y'all y'all know how it goes down, man. Y'all know that's my boy. So he's been here the whole time from the naming of MTNV <laughs> to the start of MTNV. Um, I mean, he's been here the whole entire time. So it's nothing new, right, to have him kind of on the show. Um, but it is cool to have him on the show um, in our Pick 6 segment. Y'all know how we started off last week we started with cj king picking his six games from the nfl to see who will win um and this will be this week it'll be me versus ryan right i'll, I'll pick six yeah. games. he'll pick six games and um if you know the history between me and ryan when it comes to sports you know i'll win but you know it'll Yo, be exciting whoa, really? so- <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yo ryan how you doing today bro I'm good. You just happen to be a bandwagon fan of teams that have a record for winning. That's all that is. Really? That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, man. Appreciate it. Yo, talk to us about um, what's going on with Track Stars right now, man. Something awesome just popped off, bro. Y'all just kicked off yeah. with Render, man. Please tell us about that. How that how's that going? And then like how people can find Render and then, you know, find like hop into the content. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Uh, Track Stars is doing a, a great thing right now. Um, God has really blessed us. We are moving into our 14th season of Track Stars Live. Uh, we've been picked up by uh, three different television uh, networks already, so that's really great to have a syndicated uh, radio and TV show. Um, this past year, the podcast got into the top 200 overall on iTunes. We're really proud of that. And yeah, we just re- recently um, launched a new brand called render and render is a streaming service um, where you can go and watch movies television music videos documentaries so uh it's really it's really interesting because it's the first of its kind when it comes to urban christian entertainment man so render is is almost like netflix right like it's like streaming content for christian content like it's like streaming for christians right yeah, absolutely. So what we're trying to do differently than Netflix is we're trying to um, focus on content that, you know, generates um, the audience buzz for millennials, um, 18 to 34. Of course, we're trying to focus in on the next generation, too, and what their needs are. And so we're basically saying, like, yeah, you know, we know this Christian hip hop thing is a real thing. Right. But now it's time to share it with the world and show them our music video, but also show them our talent. And the creators that are creating beautiful, godly content for the mainstream, you know? Yeah, man. So, look, geeked about that, and I can't wait for people to to hop into Render. Actually, you know, we're, we're kind of in talks with you guys right now to put some stuff on Render as well. Yeah. So, I'm super yeah. geeked about that. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what's going on with Trackstars and the way Trackstars has been moving for years. But now it seems that you guys are moving into a whole nother stratosphere. I'm, I'm hearing about the um, 2020 
right? You yeah, guys are hosting the 2020 Fest. Yeah, um, so I'm excited about that, and I really can't wait to see you guys hosting there as well. We should be there as well. We'll see how that all plays out. But, yeah, yeah, looking forward to you all being there with this. Yeah, man, so um, we really appreciate, you know, your support. I mean, like you said, you're day one, you know, been down since day one, so we really appreciate that, man. Yo, bro, let's hop into these games. You ready to rock? Yeah. Here we go. First off, we'll start off with the Bills versus the Patriots. Um, For the first time in a very long time, Tom Brady hasn't made the Pro Bowl. I know that's like, yeah. that's crazy information, but it's real. Tom Brady's not in the Pro Bowl, and the Patriots offensively are struggling. They'll be going up against a fired-up Bills team after their loss last week to the Ravens. But on top of that, they'll also be going against a team that's, you know, offensively struggling. So if you look at the Patriots, who have a great defense, struggling offense, versus mm-hmm. the Bills, great defense, struggling offense, right? Out of those two teams... Who do you see walk, walking away with the victory there? So, I think the Bills want it more. Um, I see the hunger in them. Um, Josh Allen has been amazing, you know, uh, throughout the course of the season. Um, John Brown has emerged as a number one wide receiver for the team. He's looking really good. Um, I really think that they have the sauce to take them all the way in this game, right? The reason I say that is because... Uh, you know Tom Brady's record, right? And you know in order to beat Tom Brady, you've got to, I mean, in order to defeat Tom Brady, you've got to beat him first, right? And so I think as they're climbing the ranks, I mean, look, this is a good-looking Buffalo team. I mean, you know, how, how, how quickly have you seen Buffalo rise in the ranks over the years to, you know, being a, a top contender for their conference? That's, that's huge. Um, with a good record and, you know, possibly that spot in the playoffs, it's, it's it's nice. It's nice for them. And I think that they have enough hunger that they want it bad enough that they'll go after it. I love that. Um, so, in that case, you're going for the Bills, right? I am. And, you know, the only reason I say the Bills, man, is because um, we've seen Tom Brady struggle. We've seen the offensive weapons struggle this year. Uh, trying to connect with his team. We've seen him go, you know, uh, outraged at, you know, some of the plays that have, that have broken down, the miscommunication between the routes that are ran by the wide receivers. Um, we've seen some trick plays, you know, and they normally don't have to pull out trick plays. So that lets me know they're, you know, at a desperate place. Uh, but um, the defense doesn't look like the defense of yesteryear. Patriots, right? So that's why I'm giving the edge to Buffalo. Love it. Love it. Okay. And so because you're going, you go Bills in this one, I'm going to go Patriots. Um, okay. Just, you know, just to see if I can grab the win here. I think I think what you're saying is, is absolutely right, but I'm, I'm going to yeah. go with the other side and I'm going to see what the Patriots do. All right. Yeah, that's classic you. That's classic you. <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to uh, me about... The Los Angeles Rams at 8-6 and six, coming off of that huge behind whipping from the Dallas Cowboys. They're 8-6 and six, and they're going to San Francisco who just suffered a loss last week to the Atlanta Falcons, which I know you were geeked about. You have the San Francisco 49ers at 11-3 and three, um, hosting the Rams at 8-6. and six. Who do you see walking away with the victory there? Listen, this is going to be a bounce back week for the 49ers. I, I, would, I would tell the Rams to get the baby wipes out because they're going to have to powder their behinds all over again. It's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to be a spanking. The reason why I say that is because 
San Francisco suffered a humiliating loss to my Falcons last week. Humiliating loss. Right? Beat at the very last second with two touchdowns. Uncontested. Unanswered. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's crazy. So, whenever you go in the locker room and you hang your head that low, Kyle Shanahan is definitely telling you to get your act together. And so I truly believe that the 49ers have to win this game. They will win this game. They have got to come out and pretend like they're playing Russell Wilson. They've got to pull out all the stops to make sure that they take this win. Now, the reason why I don't see the Rams getting it done is because the Rams have been struggling on offense. I mean, like, they, they had maybe one or two games in the last couple of weeks where I was like, they kind of look like I could convince somebody they were last year's Super Bowl contenders. Mm. But this year, this mm. whole year, they haven't been that. You know, 8-6, and six, of course, is not a bad record. But to, to also know how they how badly they've been beaten um, in the games where they can't even get points on the board. You remember the Baltimore game that they were just like, it was like playing high school football with uh, all Madden Pro. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. So... I really see them taking the win on this one, hands down, no questions. George Kittle was off the chains last week. Um, you got uh, the running game. They got three fierce running backs that have been really, you know, equally sharing the ball and getting it done. So, yeah, my hats are off to the uh, 49ers this week. Man, I have to 100% agree with you. I can't even go against you on this one. I think that's that's the right answer, and I don't see the Rams. I don't think the Rams have a bounce back in them. I think the 49ers do, though, and so I'm going to go with you yeah. thinking that the 49ers will win that game as well. Yeah. So let's talk about the Saints versus the Titans. So the okay. Saints are coming off of humiliating the Indianapolis coach on Monday Night Football. Drew Brees walking into the record as the passing touchdown champion right now. Um, he currently holds that record, which he'll go back and forth with Tom Brady with probably for the next two years or so. Um, but he currently holds that record as the passing touchdown king. The Saints look like they're starting to catch their stride, but this is an outdoors game. It's at 1 o'clock, and it's in Tennessee, and you know how Breeze struggles when they're outside, and it could possibly be cold, and on they're the on the road. Yeah. You have a Tennessee Titan team that's starting to find their way, right? Led by Ryan Tannehill now. That team has completely turned yeah. things around, and you're looking at a team with a good defense and a team with the efficient offense, especially with Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball to A.J. Brown. At the end of the day, yeah. how do you see this one turning out? Man, this is an iffy one. Um, you know, I've seen the Saints come back and play like they really, really want it. But then I've also seen the Saints get defeated early in the game. When they played Atlanta, you know, who thought Breeze was going to go uh, a whole game without a touchdown? You know, that was interesting to me. And Atlanta was just kind of, you know, curving their defense to the point where somebody could actually um, – you, they could actually stop someone. So that was impressive. Now, with the Saints being on the road, with the conditions being the way it is, an outdoor game, I think Tennessee's going to run away with this one. I do. Now, only thing I would say is that uh, Sean Payton is really getting his team ready for the playoffs, and I think they're in the mindset of that already. And he's going to tell them in the locker room that you got to go out there and perform like you're in the playoffs. You're a playoff team. you got to go out there and perform in the playoffs. If they don't have a good game, it's going to be uh, very shocking. If it's tight, if it's a close game, I'm going to give it to Tennessee 
on the win. And I'm going to go ahead and say that this one's going to be decided in the fourth quarter. Wow. Um, I love it. I got to go against you on that one, though. I just said. I, of course, right? It's the New Orleans Saints. Um, generally, actually, I pick against the Saints, but I feel like with the improvements that they've made over the course of the last few days, actually, picking up DJ Swearinger and also picking up Janoris Jenkins to cover on the outside, now you are you have um, legitimate corners. They have, like, three boundary corners now, and even with Jenkins being able to play in the slot, I'm looking at a team that's starting to get a little bit better on defense. I thought that them playing without their um, without the, um, Davenport playing, playing without um, Sheldon Rankins would affect them defensively, and they look to be okay. They look to, to survive the storm um, against the um, against the coach. I think they'll do the same when they play the Tennessee Titans. So I'm I'm looking for a Saints win, but I, I believe just like you that it will be decided somewhere around the fourth quarter, and I think um, it, it's going to take a little bit of a Saints miracle in order to pull that one off. So I'm going yeah. Saints, but you're going Titans, and, and I can respect yeah, the move. yeah. I can respect the move. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Three more to go. Here we go. We got okay. the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Now, you know, the Cowboys just trounced the Rams, right? But you're yeah. going against – this is for the division. This is for all the marbles. This is basically what it is all on the line here. The Eagles have been horrendous, but they've always found a way to win toward the end of those games. Even when it looks yeah. like they were going to get their behinds whipped, they found a way to win. So you have the Eagles going up against the Cowboys. And this time, it's going to be a little bit different because they're playing in Philly. So yeah, the 7-7 yeah. and seven Cowboys going to play the 7-7 and seven Philadelphia Eagles. How do you see that one ending off? Man, you know what? In spirit, I'm going to give it to the Cowboys, man. Um, Jason Garrett is playing for his job. You know? And so... Um, to me, I feel like he has got to motivate his team to take this win. He's got to motivate his team to take this win. If they lose this one, man, um, America's team is not going to be, you know, they're going to be deflated for the rest of the season if this happens. Um, to me, I think that, oh, man, I think the Cowboys will edge out over Philly. Um Philly has had a lot of injuries. They've had a lot of people banged up. They haven't been able to connect with their wide receivers. Nelson Angelor is dropping balls. You know, it's to me it feels like um, the Cowboys got into a rhythm last week. It looked good. Dak looked good. Um, you know, the wide receiver connection in the end zone with Gallup, that was nice. So I really think that the Cowboys are going to edge this one out. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, I'm going with the Cowboys, too. I don't think the Eagles have enough firepower at all to stay um, yeah. stride for stride or toe-to-toe um, with the Cowboys. I think it's, the Cowboys, would, like you said, I think they run away with it. I don't even think it's close. I don't even think it's yeah. close. Um, let's go with Packers versus the Vikings. This is going to be big. This is for the conference, actually. Um, the Packers come in at 11-3, and three, and currently they're number two in the conference, going up against the Minnesota Vikings, who um, who are right there on the edge. They can actually this, this will actually do well for them in the division to see if they can win the division and take it over. 11-3 yeah. Packers going to Minnesota in a Monday night matchup. Who do you have um, ending there? I got Aaron Rodgers on that. Aaron Rodgers can be a playoff beast when he gets this late into the season. He is always out to prove that the, that the Green Bay Packers should never be discounted. And so 
you know, he's had a he's had a, a interesting season, right? He's got some good weapons. He's had some injuries too to his weapons. You know, um, you had um, uh, their number one wide receiver go out for a while, um, Devontae Adams. But you know, I think that he has well in the. I think he has a good good chance with the running game and the passing game on the attack. The defense looking sharp. I think Aaron Rodgers takes this one away. I think that I want to give Kirk Cousins um, definitely his props because he had a he had an interesting season too, uh, where he was going all off and not doing his thing, and then his team kind of ringed him in public and then got him back on track. You know, there was even a time where he was being considered named for possible MVP, which we know that just kind of floated out of everybody's ear once it was it was spit out there. But I think that. Oh, man, I, I love the fact that the Vikings don't give up. I love. I, I think their um, their running game has gotten a little shaky to me um, after losing Dalvin Cook. I'm not sure if he's coming back yet, or is he on, is he on season injury season ending injury? No, no, not at all. He should be playing this week. He should be, okay, he's coming back. So, well, then that's a different story because the, if they can't beat him in the air. Um, I didn't think they had a chance beating him on the ground game without him. But if Dalvin Cook comes back, then they may have a chance to beat him. But on the ground. But I still think overall Aaron Rodgers is going to take this one. He has to take it. He has to. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one, man. Okay. I think at some point in the game, I think Dalvin Cook starts playing the game. I think at some point he leaves. I still mm-hmm. think... Um, oh, you think he's going to get hurt again? Yeah, I think, of course, yes. Shoulder injuries are hard to get over completely. Yeah. And and I, as a running back, you get hit over and over and over again. So I yeah. feel like no matter what, I feel he, he leaves the game at some point. Um, but at the same time, I still think that um, the Vikings walk away with this because I feel like they're just a more complete team. I just think they're a more complete team. They have more weapons. Adam Thielen should be back. Um, you'll have Diggs there. I think defensively they play well with Daniel Hunter. I think they'll be good. And I think because it's at home and because they're playing, you know, the, the Packers in their own stadium, I think they, I mean, in their own dome, they walk away. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I think when you don't have weather conditions, you can't count out Aaron Rodgers not getting it done. You know, even though he plays great in the snow, he plays great in, his, in in weather conditions. When that ground is not slippery, when folks aren't slipping around, like you remember that one game where um, Aaron Jones just kept falling. Yes. You know. Yeah. And, and so you you talking about good conditions inside the dome? I I just think Aaron Jones and and Aaron Rodgers they pack the house out and they get it done. All right, here we go. I got one more for you. Yep. Cheese versus Bears. No, Man. no leading. Okay. You already know the deal. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Um, so if the Chiefs, I mean, they they feel like they got their footing. You know, they're they're starting to get their footing. Um, the Chicago do. Bears they're struggling on, on offense. The Chiefs come in at ten and four. They're going to Chicago, who is seven and seven. Who you got? I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, reason being is because I'm going quarterback for quarterback, and I trust. Um, Mahomes way more than I trust um, Trubisky, and I'll say that is because you know you got you, Mahomes has weapons, right? He's got weapons. He's got a running game. He can 
he can he can get him with his legs. I mean, he has a lot of weapons, and so I think when you give him uh, a favorable you know season ending um, matchup where it's like okay, this is for all the marbles, this is for the the headlines, and this is for everything, then I think that that's where you got to go. You got to go Mahomes on this one. So I t- I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs too. I don't I don't even think it's gonna be close. I think they go in, I think they kill the Bears, and then they walk out, um, you know, with a great interview saying something, you know, I think Mahomes will give one of his classic, you know, crazy throat type, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yo, he he's the close, yeah, he's the closest thing. before the ball drops. <laughs> <laughs> he feels like the closest thing to Ed Orgeron in the, um, in the NFL. His, that dude's <laughs> voice is crazy. But we got to do a tiebreaker yeah. right quick, and a tiebreaker is the Jaguars versus the Falcons because I know you're a Falcons fan. CJ King yeah. CJ King was a, is a Falcons fan as well. He correctly predicted um the Falcons upsetting the 49ers. Ooh. And I, that, was, that was that was amazing. That was amazing. For you, um and because of that, because he did that, I didn't even count it. I gave him the win. He did well. For you, if it's, it's going to be scary though. Yeah. On the road, man. Yeah, on, on the, the road. road. 425 game? Yes. Yeah. That was that was scary. And he I picked the Falcons, and he did not flinch. He picked the Falcons quick to win that game. He said they would they would do it to the 49ers what the, what the Falcons did to the Saints. And I said, wow. I, I, first off, why are you bringing up old stuff? Secondly, that's, that's <clears throat> bold. But he didn't flinch, and he stayed with the Falcons, and they won. I'm asking you now. You're going up against not it's not even close to as as tough an opponent, right? Um, but yeah. you know how the Falcons do. Sometimes they play to the level of their competition. So you got the yeah. five and nine Jaguars versus the five and nine Falcons, but it's in Atlanta. Do you see yeah. the Falcons walking away with this one or dropping the ball? No, I see them walking away with this one. Um, you know, when you saw them against the Saints the first time. And they look so poised, and they look like a playoff team. But then the next week, you see them um, bounce back to old Falcons and get beat by a team that had no caliber uh, of, of stamina like the like the like the Saints did. And then you see them bounce back and beat another team. This is the time where we're, we got to see this consistency. Otherwise, they're playing for their head coach's job. They're playing for Dan Quinn's job, and losing Calvin Ridley meant they had to force Julio the ball. I think it becomes another situation where Julio gets the ball. I think because he's at home, you got a favorable audience, right? Um, uh, not that many Jaguar fans will be in the building like that. They don't come die hard like that. So you're going to have a quiet a quiet um, offensive um, struggle where you're going like, to go against the offense and it's not going to be as loud. But when, you know, uh, when they get out on the field – uh, the Jaguars for offense. I think the Falcons' uh, audience is going to give it to them, give it to them real hard. So I'm going Falcons because I just think that they kind of found their footing last week. I think that you know um, Matt Ryan is is. I, I listened to his uh, explanation of the game on Monday, and I think that he's ready. He's ready to go six and ten. I don't think he's going to settle for anything less. I'm looking at Leonard Fournette in a dome. I'm looking at um, I'm looking at D.D. Westbrook having a bounce back game. I'm looking at them possibly getting back D.J. Chalk, and I'm looking at a team with nothing to lose. 
Well, the reason I say that, I mean, I, I get where you're going with that, but they have not been putting up, well, Fournette has not been putting up impressive numbers all season, right? And I think that Atlanta has proven that they can at least stop the run game. You don't have too many, you haven't had too many teams in the last half of the season run away on the Falcons. You know what I mean? Know the facts. So, if if you're looking at Fournette to be one of their biggest offensive weapons, I don't see it happening. Um, I think that Atlanta is going to be prepared up front for that. I think they're going to be prepared in the secondary. I think they're going to they're going to play closer in. They're not going to play far, so far out. I think the corners are going to really um, match up well against uh, Westbrook and, and Chark. And I just think Atlanta's going to get it done. I think that I think where Atlanta's going to win. They're going to win on the defensive end. Offensively, I think they're probably going to put up 24 points. But on the defensive end, I think they're going to hold the Jaguars to under 20. Okay, okay. With that being said, because it's a tiebreaker, I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Good for you. And I think... (laughs) I think at the end of the day, I I really believe in my heart that the Falcons will beat the Jaguars by at least two touchdowns. But, mm-hmm. but, because it's a tiebreaker, I'm going to strategically go with the Jaguars and see mm-hmm. if they can prove me right. Well, I mean, this is your fantasy strategy, right? You're going up against, <laughs> you know, the number two team. Um, or you're going up against the number one team, really, in the league. And, and then here you are, you're just throwing anything out there in a the hat. So, I, I get it. <laughs> hey bro there's always a method to the madness yo yeah 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 yo people can actually follow you on twitter people can actually follow you and see what's going on with ryan righteous himself yeah. tell people where they can find you on twitter man give them your twitter handle so they can go and follow you man and, and you know just kind of see your perspective on different stuff because uh, you drop a lot of stuff on twitter man talk talk to yeah. tell us where we can find you yeah, so you guys can find me at Ryan Righteous, R-Y-A-N-R-I-G-H-T-E-O-U-S. You can find Track Stars at Track Stars with a Z. Uh, render is R-E-N-D-R. So it's not R-E-N-D-E-R. It's R-E-N-D-R. Render.tv. Uh, we got a distribution company, Nectar. Um, so NectarDistro.com. And yeah, those are the social medias the, uh, where you can find everything, where you can get plugged into the track stars. Awesome, man. Hey, listen, this is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. This is our Pick 6 segment. Y'all know how it goes down. Just pay attention throughout the throughout Saturday and Sunday. A lot of games are being played on Saturday now. Pay attention on Saturday. Pay attention on Sunday. We'll end it off on Monday and find out who wins between me and Ryan Righteous of Track Stars. All right, y'all. Y'all have a blessed day. We out. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see it.